Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Hi and welcome to the March 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from Sydney, Australia. My name is Damien Marucci. I'm here with Dr. Ed Reardon. We are discussing a paper from the January 2019 PRS, a new approach to an old flap, a technique to augment venous drainage from the paramedian forehead flap. This is by uh, Drs. Wiener et al. with uh, Mr. Healy being the lead author. Um, and this is coming out of both uh, the Sheffield NHS and but primarily from uh, Guy's and St. Thomas's in London. So Ed, what was this paper talking about? Okay, so this paper as a background to it, um, the current technique for forehead flaps involves either two or three stages depending on the defect size and composition. Yep. The distal flap is raised either skin only or full thickness depending on whether you're going for two or three stages. And the middle stage used to thin the flap and contour the soft tissues. It's designed on the supratrochlear artery as an axial flap with a transverse limb if required for greater length. The arterial anatomy has been quite well studied, uh, particularly in a recent paper by Dr. Rorick, uh, though despite this, venous complications are more common. So a, mo- a recent paper suggested that a pedicle width of 13 to 14 millimetres was ideal in order to minimise venous congestion. And this paper goes further and discusses a technique to augment venous drainage to avoid issues with venous congestion and tip necrosis. So essentially, what technique did they use to augment the venous drainage? How did they identify these ancillary veins and incorporate them in the flap? Mm. So preoperatively, they had the patient Valsalva and then intraoperatively put them in a head down position to identify the side with the dominant venous system. Intraoperatively, they designed a paramedian forehead flap with an eight to 12 millimeter pedicle, made an initial incision which was quite superficial, only to the base of the dermis in order to avoid injury to the veins. They identified a, uh, on a lateral dissection, a large superficial subcutaneous vein with a reasonable caliber and identified as connections to the flap, preserved these and the lateral branches, and then mobilized the vein within the flap pedicle in order to prevent any issues with venous drainage. Did they have any clinical series where they showed um, the results before they developed the technique or uh, utilizing this technique and after? They did. so. In a pre-2014 group, they had 95 cases, of which six developed clinically significant venous congestion requiring Leeds therapy. Post-2014, when the group started using this technique for dissecting out a superficial subcutaneous vein, had 89 cases, of which zero required any Leeds therapy for venous congestion. We're actually lucky enough to have Mr. Healy uh, call into the Journal Club from London. And it was great uh, seeing a video which he'd uh, prepared for our group. Um, it certainly looks like uh, a relatively straightforward technique uh, to incorporate in uh, raising of a forehead flap. Uh, I was very impressed particularly with how narrow he was able to make the base of his flap, which is obviously based on the arterial uh, rather than the venous uh, drainage. 
Uh, he does not use a Doppler device, but he did make the point in our uh, conversations this evening that now with improved uh, with the improved availability of uh, portable uh, Dopplers and duplexes that uh, he doesn't see any reason why you couldn't make an incredibly narrow flat, uh, especially if you're able to incorporate a significant superficial vein uh, as he describes in his technique. Is there anything else we can say about the paper? No, no it's good to have uh, Mr. Hilly phone in. Yeah, that's great. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.